You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. people of Earth and hello, people of the New Japan Pro Wrestling fandom. My name is Curtis Spears, your good friend Curtis Spears, one half of the International Wrestling Grand Prix, the kings of pod style, the king of shorts, Okada Shorts podcast. We're back for an Okada Shorts short, G-Wondering, night, oh my god, night 10. It's so close. It's so close to being done. They've got, they got two nights of block action left for each block. Ooh, we're getting right down to it. Um, this this one we're taking a look at today was live from Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium, the Dolphins Arena. Eee, eee, eee. It's a terrible, terrible dolphin impression I just did. I'm going to edit that out so you guys don't have to worry about that. This was, man, this was some dregs. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real fucking honest with you guys. Like, I... I've missed my pill, my, my brain medicine, uh, a couple of times, Franklin, stop it. I've missed my brain medicine a lot in the last week. Uh, so at first I was really bad about just taking it. I've been pretty bad about taking it since I got back from Portugal and I think it's finally starting to catch up with me. Like I need to, I need to be more, um, stringent, a little stricter. With uh, with my brain medicine, because when I don't take it properly, I tend to disengage, to just dissociate with things. And uh, I f- I don't know if maybe this was a bad night or if I was just disassociating from from uh, what we were doing here. I did not feel this. I did not feel this night whatsoever, man. Let's get into it real quick. So we're. Starting off with Hanare and David Finley. Um, at this point, Hanare is playing for pride. Uh, he's definitely not going to be making it into the into the semis or you know any further, and that's upsetting. But um, when you watch these two, it's like I wonder how many times we've actually seen these two in the ring together, like as young lions and things like that. The notorious uh, C Block Championships during. Uh, the G1 many years ago, but we've never seen this version of these two guys, this polished version, these evolved versions of them. David Finley in this match just takes Hanare's neck apart. I was really hoping Hanare would get a shocker here to challenge for the never, but it's not to be. Uh, it is a good match. Um, these two know each other very well, and they're basically the top forms of who they are. I say that about Hanare. I think he's the top form of who he can possibly be. 
I don't know if David Finley is. I wonder if David Finley's got a little bit more evolving to do. Maybe this is people compare him to Switchblade and it's so unfair, but like, you know, when, when Switchblade first started, uh, as leader of bullet club, he became something else towards the end of his run. I wonder if there's that on, on deck for David Finley. I wonder if he's got a little bit more evolving left to do. This is still a very polished presentation of David Finley. This is still a new and exciting presentation of David Finley. But uh, I wonder if maybe this is going to be a just a stepping stone to get him to his final product. Anyway, uh, yeah, David Finley, two points, Aaron and R.A. playing for pride. Man, it sucks. Uh, Let's go look at that. It is 11 minutes and 54 seconds with Into Oblivion. Next up, Jeff Cobb and Toriano, one minute and 49 seconds with an inside cradle. Yeah. That's what we need. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Yano tries tempting Cobb with a beer and some snacks. And when that didn't work, he just sprayed him in the eyes with some Febreze and rolled him up. No more undefeateds in the C or D block. Uh, yeah, that's that's all you need to do. Hey, Jeff Cobb, you like Sapporo beer. Here you go. Hey, hey, Jeff Cobb, you like, I don't know, pork rinds or something. Uh, it's, it's Japan, so maybe it's like fish candy or something. I don't fucking know. But uh, yeah, hey, you like these? No? Okay, how about I just fucking spray you in the eyes and roll you up? Great. I've spent more time talking about it just now than that match actually was. So let's move on. Um, perfect match for Mayano. Thank you very much. Mad Mikey versus Eddie Kingston. Mikey puts a big boy slap on Kingston right at the start of the match, which proves that the man is... Uh, you know, Mad is not just a clever title. Um, really well-worked match. The crowd just does not seem to be coming alive for it. Mikey did scream witness me uh, before he hit Kingston with a Death Valley driver, which is awesome. Uh, Back fist of the future. Eddie Kingston wins in eight minutes and 33 seconds. I thought this was a great match. I don't know why the crowd just seemed dead. I I thought the crowd loved Eddie Kingston. Um, I know that, you know, maybe the the Japanese fans are still warming up to... um, Maybe the Japanese fans are still warming up to Nichols. I don't know what it is, but man, this was really good. You could you could see this, you know, on an indie show and go home and say this was the the best match you've ever seen live. You know, like if, if you're one of those guys who doesn't get to a WrestleMania or a Wrestle Kingdom or uh, you know, a big pay per view, you were like, Oh man, what's the coolest match you've ever seen? Oh, you know, on a Saturday night in fucking Plainville, South Dakota, I saw Mikey Nichols and Eddie Kingston. That was fucking cool. I don't know. It seems like maybe the Japanese fans are fucking, like, a little bit spoiled with the G1. Like, if they don't, if they don't feel you, they're just not feeling you, man, I guess. And that sucks, because, like, Nichols and Kingston put on a good show. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was very good. All right, moving on. Let's go to Tetsuya Naito and Alex Coglin. 10 minutes and 7 seconds, Naito wins with Destino. Naito knows how to play these young hotheads, right? I don't think he knows how to cancel out the pure power of Coglin. Coglin, like, okay, so Naito goes for a swinging DDT and Coglin just catches him halfway through and turns it into a pop-up power bomb. Dude's a fucking mutant. Like, call Professor Xavier, Alex Coglin is a fucking mutant. 
Naito counters the jackhammer into a Destino and then hits a second Destino. Good match. Not a lot of fire on the finish. Ten minutes and seven seconds with the Destino. I I loved this match. And it seemed to be going really well. But then when they went to the uh when they went to the closing stretch, it just seemed like they were kind of going through the motions. Like maybe that's just me being kind of down in the dumps. Uh I d I don't know, man. I don't know. I I was having fun. Evil versus Ishii. Did you hear that this is the first time they've ever wrestled in a G1? Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Really? No way. I thought for sure they'd wrestled at least three times in a G1. Who knows? 14 minutes and 36 seconds go the fuck to jail. Evil wins with the evil... So much schmaz. So much schmaz. Dick Togo with the old, that's my person. Evil wins. Snoozer. Dick Kick City. Awesome. Okay. Now we're getting into the fucking, to the meat and taters here. Check this one out. Zack Sabre Jr. and Shane Haste. Okay. TMDK. Let's fucking go all day. You know, they were, they were wondering who, uh, Fujita was going to come out with Ichiban sweet boy. Who's he going to come out with? He comes out with Shane haste and then runs directly to the back and comes out with Zack Sabre jr. Uh, he would not stand in either of their corners. He stood in a neutral corner. I fucking loved this. I thought it was great. My wife was having a great time listening to them. Shit. Talk each other. Um, some great chain wrestling to start with power and big power and strikes in the middle. Zach with the smarts overcomes, European clutch after 13 minutes and 23 seconds. And that was like the best match on a very, very lackluster night. There were two bright spots, two really bright spots on this ZSJ versus Shane haste. And the next match we're going to talk about, which was Shingo versus Tamatanga time limit draw 20 minutes. This was a good fun match. Uh, lots of big power moves. I wish there was a better crowd for it, man. I don't know what it was. It that Aichi was just fucking dead or what uh, you would think. Cause Aichi is normally a pretty big, uh, show for them. Isn't it? Like they have, they have big stuff go on in Aichi. The, the people aren't known for being the kind the kind of crowd that would sit on their hands. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they missed their brain medicine too. Um, yeah. Time limit draw, but big bombs. Um, Tamatanga and Shingo had kind of a weird chemistry. Uh, I think it's that they were both playing fiery baby faces. And so like, it didn't really work, but it, still, I mean, these guys are good. So the match was good. It just didn't excel. Like I said, um, it was a bright spot on a very lackluster night. Uh, it wasn't a great match. It was fun. ZSJ and Shane was great. Uh, it deserved a better reaction from the crowd. And finally, the final match of the night, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, versus Hiroki Goto. 14 minutes and 40 seconds. High fly flow. Ace is very focused and very aggressive, taking it to Goto's injured ribs. Tana the unfortunate thing about this while I was watching it was Tana seemed to be going all in on the high fly flows. Like there was no apprehension. 
like there was in his match with Yano, he misses a high fly flow, and yet he still goes all in on an aces high and then another high fly flow to win. I don't know if maybe that's him. I don't want to say that he's ignoring the story that he's putting out there. It's just that maybe it's just a wrinkle where he's like willing his body to do it instead because he knows how much the, um, the apprehension cost him in the last match. I don't know, man. Um, maybe I'm seeing shit. That's not there. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Maybe I, maybe I work stiff. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe the I'm I'm taking the we work stiff guys mantra and just looking way too deep into some shit and adding levels to it that aren't there. I don't know. Um I'm gonna go ahead and check out our pickums after night ten. I gotta scroll back a little bit because Rafe and I are uh Rafe and I were having a lot of conversations last night about stuff that's not G1, so it was like recommending bands to each other and shit like that. Um, here we go. Score update. Travis, 14 points. Curtis, 15. Boo. Amy, 17 points. Rafe, 24 points. I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that. Naito, pick it the fuck up. Let's go. Do this for me. My problem was picking... Picking two dudes in Gabe and Ren that I thought they were going to kind of get behind. It looks like they're doing a thing where none of the young lions are really performing well right now. None of the recently returned young lions, none of the Raiwa Three Musketeers, none of the War Dogs are are really performing well. I picked with my heart instead of my head. That's funny. In our pickums, no one picks Sonata. You'd be fucking killing it right now. No one picked uh, Will Ospreay. Come on. What the fuck? I don't know. Um, okay. Let's take a look at our blocks. Let's take a look at the blocks we have here. So C block. With two shows to go. The people that are still in it. Tamatanga could get a maximum of 11 points. David Finley can get a maximum of 12 Evil can get a maximum of 12. Eddie Kingston can get a maximum of 10. Shingo can get a max of 9. I believe Shingo's out at this point. Uh, one more one more win from David or Tama, uh, David Finley or Evil, and Shingo's out. Uh, so really, it looks like it's coming down to it with Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston might get one on... Uh, he's got Finley on the final night, so he might be able to get in there and play spoiler for Finley. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, looks like everybody else is just playing for pride at this point. Mikey Nichols, Hanare, Tomohiro Ishii, all playing for pride. D-block. Two more nights to go for the D-block. Tanahashi can get a total of 10. Naito can get a total of 10. Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb could both get a total of 12. If Zack Sabre Jr. misses the playoffs, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be very, very upset. I want Naito in, but he's got Zach uh, on the second, which is tomorrow. I'm recording this on Tuesday. Sunday was my wife's birthday. Anyway, a little inside baseball for you. Um, He's got Zach on Tuesday. 
which means one of them's playing spoiler for the other. And that makes me sad. This could be really, um, this could be really bad. I maybe, maybe Naito doesn't make the playoffs at all. Maybe Zach doesn't make the playoffs at all. That would be sad. <sighs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see what's going on. It's getting down to it, man. Let's take a look at the next night of action coming to you on Tuesday, August 1st. We've got Hikaleo versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Ren Narita versus Chase Owens. Taichi versus El Phantasmo. That's going to be a that's going to be a fun one. There's going to be all sorts of fucking buttheadery and fucking bullshit going on there. I like that. Sonata versus Gabe Kidd. Let's fucking go. Tonga Loa versus Will Ospreay. Hmm. Loa's been looking better, but like, can even Will Ospreay carry him to a good match? Let's find out. Shota Umino versus Yota Suji. Let's fucking go. Oh shit. And Okada versus Kenta. Mmm. I hope we get angry Kenta. That Oh, can you hear Teddy snoring? <laughs> I hope we get the same Kenta that came out against Will. I wonder if Will if, if Will was able to get that Kenta out because he was like, "Hey, you know Mara Fuji's better than you, right?" And Kenta just went fucking just went absolutely crazy. Um, this looks like a good a good night of matches. This is coming from uh, Kagawa. So let's hope the crowd is into it, man. Because, like, this G1's been good. This G1's been great when they've had an awesome crowd. So let's hope this crowd's going to go pretty fucking wild. Uh, I'm excited, man, to hear what your bad friend Rafe Houston has to say about that. But as for me, I'm done here. Let's go ahead and lock up your daughters, lock up your wife, lock up your front door and run for your life. Here we go. <sighs> it's beautiful outside right now. It's about 20 degrees Celsius. There's enough blue in the sky to make a nice pair of overalls. You know what I'm saying? Not too sunshiny. Just right. There's birds on my, on my back porch eating some seed that my wife left there for him. She's very concerned. She's very concerned with the well-being of the animals in the area. That we have some hedgehogs that come and visit us at night. It's really nice. Uh, she leaves mealworms out for them. She leaves seed out for the birds. There's a there's a pigeon that everyone's names Gary. Uh, everyone loves Gary. So Gary the pigeon is chilling out on the back porch right now, eating some seed. <sighs> the dogs are snoring. I have no reason to feel sad. You know. Let's take, let's take our brain medicine. Hey, you friend, something's wrong. Let's get it fixed. You know, if something, if you're, if you're sad about something, let's get it fixed, man. And sometimes it's okay to be sad. Sometimes it's okay to be sad. That's just the way our brains work. But maybe just ask for a little help if you need it. Okay. Reach out, reach out if you, if you want to. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. You want to, you want to go to a a therapist, go to a therapist. You want to get help with uh, maybe getting some Xanax or sertraline or something like that to regulate your mood. No shame in it, buddy. No shame in it whatsoever. All right. We want you here. We love you. 
Let's take a look around the world and or see what we can do to be part of it for another day. All right. All right. Love you guys. <sighs> um, that was weird. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say, if you want to hear more from me, if you, if you like the cut of our jib, you want to hear some more dick jokes free of charge. You can check out my sister show, the throw and dice podcast, where I talk about, Tabletop role-playing, tabletop uh, wargaming, all the hobby that's fit to hobby from within that, like painting and building minis. If you want to hear from Rafe's sister show, the Faces and Feels cast, where Rafe interviews independent wrestlers from around the world, gets to know the real them. Man, that's a good time. You really can become fans of people without even without even seeing a match. I, I've, I've become a fan of so many people just listening to them on Rafe's show. And then I turn around and see matches of theirs afterwards. It's really cool. If you want to check out our sister shows, hot friends, you can check out the count out podcasting network where you can find shows about stardom. You can find shows about Deathmatch. You can find a newscast or two from ring post radio. And you can check out the count out podcasting networks, Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. And, there you can find extra content from every creator that's on the Countout Podcasting Network. That would be our show, Drop Your Shorts, where Rafe and I have bro down time. We recommend each other comic books and, and music and talk about our various trips around the world. As well as other shows that you can find on there and explore great stuff. And all of the money that you go uh, that you do donate on Patreon goes to helping out some really cool podcasters do some really cool podcasting things. But for right now, I just want to, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Rafe for doing this with me. I want to thank Countout Pod for getting us uh, in gear to do this. And, um, you know, I want to, I want to thank, I want to take a moment to thank Owen for our fucking Ripper theme song. I love that shit. It's so good. I want to thank New Japan. My, my, my medicine must be kicking in because I'm feeling so much better today, even though I still got a little bit of a cold. All right. I'm rambling. Fuck this. I I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Until then, uh, rate and subscribe. Listen or die. Keep it right. Keep it tight. Keep it short. So, Curtis. Yeah, man. Can I said we've got to do an ad. I've never done one before. Uh-oh. What should we do? I have no idea, bro. I, I, like, I ever made an ad before. What, what, what are we doing an ad for? I don't know. We just say we're like a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, and we just put a bunch of clips like here. Arguably the most shredded guy. So yeah. you really want to get there, too. <laughs> uh, I, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. We'll see. Heard that here. Michael Richards <laughs> calling Jay White small. Compared to him. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. This picture you've painted for me.
I, I want to hang it up. I want to frame it and hang it up in my in my bedroom. Yeah. We don't have a WWE tryout or a New Japan tryout every second week. And now I'm in Bullet Club. And here? Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Do you want to just go off about this match? How do you take or talk about one of, I think, probably the best matches you've ever seen? That's an ad, right? Yeah, yeah, that works. That that that's That's brilliant because... Then all our work's already been done for us, and we don't have to do anything. Aha, past us did it. Present us living in the now. Look at us. Look, Look at, at that. us being friggin' brilliant. Mate, minimum effort, maximum output. Okada Shorts podcast. Check it out on the Countout Network at Okada Shorts. Rate and subscribe, listen, or die. This has been a Countout Podcast.